Hi, I'm Sherry Youngward. Welcome to the Quiet Place podcast. This is a place for you to come up for air and find a quiet moment of replenishment and rest. You are welcome here morning, noon, night, or the middle of the night. Each episode is designed to be friendly for those who, like me, often need help drifting off to sleep. If you would like to support this podcast, thank you so much. You can make a one-time donation or join the gift exchange. For a monthly gift of $10 or more, I will send you a monthly gift. It might be a song recorded on my phone, the behind the scenes of a pre-recorded song, or another one-of-a-kind surprise sent right to you. Everything is aimed at cheering on your faith, as you are cheering on mine. You can learn more at sherryyoungward.com. Also, if you'd like to hear about new music and upcoming gatherings and women's events, please join the email list at sherryyoungward.com. Thank you so much. This episode is dedicated to Tuesday. Genesis 5, verse 24. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. There's a lot of commentary on how Enoch was taken from earth by God. It's one of those mysteries in scriptures that causes me to stop and wonder. Today, though, I'm looking at these four words. Enoch walked with God. Enoch walked with God and God walked with Enoch, one step at a time. Here's some of what I wrote in my journal. Walking. To advance or travel on foot. To step slowly along. To advance by steps moderately repeated. Mom walked slowly. Arm in arm, we walked short distances. Mom noticed every little thing. She would stop and point out plants, flowers, butterflies, and change. Change as in nickels and dimes. She said she was lucky at finding money. The truth is, she walked slow enough to see. Arm in arm, I walked slowly too. I noticed every little thing she pointed out. The world around us faded as I picked up another nickel and carefully put it in her change purse, right next to her comb, lipstick, and candy she wasn't supposed to eat. Mom wasn't stable on her own, so arm in arm, we walked together. I treasure those memories. I love walking. I love the pace, the air, the sounds. I love long walks and short walks, whether on the pavement, around the park close by, with sounds of kids at the playground, 
cars in the distance, birds, or loud little airplanes from the airport nearby. But I especially like walks on dirt. I like walks alone and walks with a friend. It's easier for me to talk and listen while walking. I walk with a friend every week. She points out new little buds and changes in the plant life through the seasons. I'm starting to notice too. I think I'm more sensitive to sounds. The mountain bikers tearing down the hill from behind. Lots of different birds and the cracking of sticks behind the branches, always hoping to see another bobcat. We often talk about God on our walks. We talk about what we are learning, how we are struggling, and what we are hoping. Once, we experienced the highest dose of adrenaline possible when we heard and saw the hugest rattlesnake about five inches from my ankle. Our walk turned into a run. We have covered a lot of miles and a lot of life. Enoch walked with God, and so can we. God walks with us at our pace, step by step, arm in arm, when we aren't stable. Even though I walk, through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Today I read in Mark chapter 2, As Jesus walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at his tax collection booth. Come, be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Levi got up and followed him. That night, Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to be his dinner guests, along with his fellow tax collectors and many other notorious sinners. There were many people of this kind among the crowds that followed Jesus. But when some of the teachers of religious law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with people like that, they said to his disciples, Why does he eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he told them, Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I have come to call sinners, not those who think they are already good enough. I am so glad Matthew said yes to walking with Jesus. Matthew pointed out what he saw and heard as he walked with God. And now we have the words of Jesus. Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. May we do the same as we walk with God. May we point out the places we see him, and when we are unstable, walk arm in arm. I will read some more walks in the Bible 
from Matthew chapter 4, Luke 24, and Psalm 23. So, take a nice deep breath and settle in while I read to you now. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went into the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels said he was alive. Then, some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. 
When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us when he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.